0: Mr. Gannon, could you give us your uh, full name and spell it for us, and then I'll give you an oath to spark
1: Okay, my uh, legal name is Michelle Gagnon, M-I-C-H-E-L-G-A-G-N-O-N But uh, i go under the name Mike Okay
0: um, Mr. Gannon, do you swear uh, do you promise to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth in your testimony today? I do Thank Okay, uh, due to the time constraints, I'll lead you a little bit more than I normally would um, You're presently 52 years old correct. Yes, and You have spent a total of 33 years in the Air Force. That's right, but uh, you got out uh in April of 2022. That's correct. Okay. Could you tell us quickly um, what happened that made you uh, leave the Air Force?
1: Yeah, so my story is very similar to all the military members that got out. Uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to get vaccinated. Uh, it was very obvious earlier early on in the pandemic when especially when they came out with a mask the whole thing was complete BS to me because the mask, uh, I was a general safety officer for a couple of years. I had to take a course on mask. Uh, one of the comparison that I like to, that a doctor, one doctor that's uh, very vocal against the mandate, he likes to say that uh, the mask, even an N95 against uh, COVID-19 is basically what, like trying to sift sand through a chain link fence. It does not work. And I knew that from the beginning. And that's why for me, the minute they started making the mask mandatory, I knew that this whole... Uh, rhetoric was not about science. It was all a political game or Whatever and that sort of speak
0: were there already concerns about things like myocarditis at that point
1: uh, Not on my side per se I had a medical condition that they did that they de- denied me of uh, however uh, they weren't going to approve it anyway. They approve a bunch of people in Ottawa, but they don't, didn't approve anybody else in Canada. Okay.
0: Um, so there was a procedure um, to ask you essentially or require you to comply with the mandates. And uh, could you tell us what that was quickly and and what the end result
1: yeah. Once. So as part of getting out, like, uh, or getting out because you didn't, fo- I didn't want to follow the mandate, or I didn't want to take the vaccine, they basically start giving you remedial measures, which is kind of like disciplinary measures. You start with one, which is a bit of a warning. Second time was a, re- uh, I don't know if it's the second or third time, but I think I-, I got like three of them, where you ended up with a recorded warning, and then after that you go on into uh, like career implication, where they actually going to kick you out, and because you were in accordance with the military disobeying a lawful order in their, in their uh, mindset. So was some,
0: some kind of disciplinary process. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and so prior to having that disciplinary process be a mark on your record, which was yes. exemplary at that point, yes, you decided just to, to retire.
1: Yeah, because at the end of my career I switched to a part-time military, so reserve, class A reserve and I had the options of just giving a 30 days notice, and I basically did that before they started the proceeding of pushing me out and giving me a 5F release, which is a dishonorable uh, discharge. Okay.
0: Um, and you're currently basically living on your pension, is that correct?
1: That's correct. Okay. Um,
0: was, was the mandate from the military or from the federal government or a combination Did you ever get anything in writing? And if so, who did you get it from?
1: So from the chief of defense staff, we had what they call an order that came out and basically uh, they stated that the the vaccine is mandatory and blah, 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 and right away in that same order, if you were not willing to follow or give your status of your vaccination, you were going to get disciplinary and all the steps for disciplinary action were all laid out in there. And eventually you will get kicked out of the military for refusing a lawful order.
0: So, were, were there any injuries that were um, uh, no, noted at that time uh, from military officer, uh, personnel that had gotten the vaccine? Were, were injuries, injuries happening at that so point? So
1: from what I've been told, we had no, co- like we had COVID cases, but COVID cases based on the flawed test, obviously. So it's hard to say we had real COVID cases, but the military is, is a, usually a healthy... Uh, entity because you have to be physically fit and all that stuff, so the, the chance of you being in severe complication of COVID-19 was already pretty low because everybody is pretty healthy and you normally if you have comorbidities, you don't stay in the military, you're getting kicked out because you're not fit for duties. So nobody really, we might have had a few cases, I've never heard of any complication in the military, doesn't mean it didn't happen, we just like the flu right you can be sick pretty bad from the flu so i've never heard of any bad uh, complicated case from COVID 19. however the minute the vaccine rolled out there's been a lot of vaccine injuries so it's it was like you were astonishing to me that we were still going with the ma- the vaccine mandate so okay
0: and and if there are injuries with the military uh especially someone that's been in a as a career like like you've been Um, the military basically has an investment probably well into seven figures uh, uh, into your training that they would lose yeah so
1: in 2007 I kind of switched trade and just that training that I did in 2006 2007 uh, basically to qualify a person let me to fly an airplane it cost the military approximately two million dollars okay
0: okay is there anything you feel the the military or
1: the government should have done differently in, in your case. Everything has been done as directed by their superiors, okay. to a T. They don't follow. They don't care what the population thinks.
0: Okay. Do you feel that that's This is this type of thing is going to harm the military in the longer oh, term?
1: Absolutely. It's already hurting. Right now, uh, what I know of is there's quite a few flying squadron that their pilots, not just their pilot, entire air crews are failing their medical because they're failing their EKGs. Because one of the first things that the, the vaccine does it makes your body produce these spike proteins that are supposed to be the bad part of the virus, but they give you something that is making your body create the thing that is bad from the virus. So what's happening right now, pilots are failing their EKGs and air crews, not just the pilots. And because of that, well, they're, you can't fly. So there's squadrons out there, from what I've been told, and this is hearsay, but there's only like two pilots serviceable in an entire squadron, okay. and they're flying these guys all the time because everybody else is unserviceable right now. So,
0: yeah. Is there anything else that you want to tell us relating to this issue with the military?
1: Well, the thing with the military, they're, uh, here's the scoop with the military, and I think it's the same with the RCMP. You only promote yes-men. You don't promote critical-thinking people. That's the, that's the way it works in the military. If you don't agree with your boss, you're never going to get promoted. So that's what's happening. At the higher echelon, they will follow your government. you got to remember, the military, unlike the RCMP, which the RCMP fails at this mandate, the RCMP is supposed to be responsible to the public, and they're supposed to keep the government in check. Well, guess what? They did the complete opposite during the uh, the, uh, the pandemic because they didn't follow the they didn't follow the Constitution, and that's what they're supposed to do. The military does not have that mandate. They're supposed to defend the sovereignty as directed by the government, which the government, obviously, they, they, uh, that they wanted to impose that mandate, but it didn't just happen in Canada. That happened throughout the world, synchronized with all the UN countries. So a lot of people think that the problem is just here in this country. So it's the exact same thing in all the UN countries. So it's, it's, there's a pattern here. Okay. So we always think right now that it comes from Canada, and we did this, we did that. Well, it's the same thing in Australia, New Zealand, UK, like you name it. All the UN countries were directed to do it this way. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm going to ask the commissioners at this point if, th- if they have any questions to ask you at this point. Okay. Yeah. Any questions? Last? Okay okay thank you very much well, I'd like to
1: make a quick statement just before we finish it'll take a minute so I'd like you guys to to uh actually look, go on YouTube and search Dr Fauci predicting the pandemic if you guys think the pandemic was something that was released by accident or whatever it was actually planned Dr Fauci in on the 12th of January 2017 predicted that Trump will be hit with a pandemic at the end of his presidency. And the minute that Trump went over to the WEF and the UN uh, just prior to the pandemic and said that he will not participate or the country will not participate to the world order, he came back home and that's when the pandemic was released. I have friends in the military everywhere. I've been in for 33 years. We have an intelligence uh, section or uh, trade. I know a lot of people in that trade. And they told me straight up, and this is what you got to remember, the pandemic was created for you to get the vaccine. It was not the other way around. You didn't get the vaccine to try to avoid the pandemic. The pandemic was created for you to get the vaccine.
0: Okay, if there's no more questions from the commissioners, I uh, want to thank you for your your testimony today uh, on behalf of the National uh, Citizens Inquiry. Thanks thank you so much.